You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. When my worry is great within me, your comfort brings joy to my soul. These are the words of David from Psalms 94 and 19. And I think this is just awesome, you know, because as you grow deeper in Christ, you begin to realize that God is the only one who comforts us in all our troubles. He's the only one who can offer a consolation that relieves us of all our troubles. You see, this David knew, and this is exactly what he practiced. You know, other scriptures go on to say that in the multitude of my thoughts, in the abundance of my thoughts, my griefs, my anxiousness, my cares, worries, or sorrows, it is your consolation, your comfort, your hope that has delighted my soul. And what is the comforts that David is speaking about here? Well, I'm going to explain that to you in just a moment, but I want you to understand that the love of God is not a respecter of persons. Amen. The Bible on many occasions, on countless occasions, would mention that Jesus was moved by the compassion that he had for the people. And it is in this moving of compassion that he will bestow his love to them in the sense of healing or deliverance. He would do this because of the compassion he had for his people. Now let's take a look at the story of Hannah in the book of First Samuel. Now the Bible says that the Lord had closed her womb and It goes on to say that because of this, she was very bitter. And this bitterness led her to the altar of God and she poured out her soul. It was in her anguish and her grief that she poured out her soul onto the Lord because of this complaint. Because of the situation she was in and the trouble she was in, the Bible says that she prayed unto God. And after she had prayed, it goes on to say that her countenance was no longer sad. Now, after she entreated the Lord in prayer, the Bible says her countenance was no longer sad. And I can draw from this conclusion that the Lord comforted her with his peace. She left that day with a peace that passes all understanding because she had cast her cares unto the Lord. She had poured out her soul unto him and she had left there with a peace that made her countenance no longer sad. You see, one of the ways I believe the Lord comforts us is with his peace. There's a a peace that comes from within despite the turbulences of situation despite the troubles and the worries. He grants us a peace that makes us calm and makes us still and makes us able to lift our heads even though the situation wants us to be cast down and downtrodden. It allows us to have a peace 
And this is the peace that had comforted Hannah at this time. Amen. Now, I cannot fully understand it myself, but what I do know is that there's a transaction that happens in the place of prayer where we cast our cares and our sorrows to the Lord. He is able then to replace us with his peace. And I believe this is exactly what happened here with Hannah. And one of the marvelous things as well is the fact that this peace came even before her prayers were answered. This is the peace that came even before she saw the results of what she was praying for. In fact, the Bible goes on to say that when she did receive what she had asked for, she said, my heart rejoices in the Lord, for I delight in my deliverance. Friend, I believe that we need to come to a place in God and a posture in God where we can rejoice even before we see the results. Because his comforts delights our soul. Amen. So here we can see that she was comforted before and after the blessing. (laughs) Oh, this is wonderful. Now let's take a look at David, for instance. It talks about how he came back to Ziglag with his men to find that the town was burnt down and all their wives, daughters and sons had been taken away captive. Now, in the first instance, they all began to weep. They all lifted their voices, the Bible says, and began to weep out of the sorrow, out of the grief and the loss of their women and children. In fact, the men were so distressed that they were even contemplating on stoning David because of the bitterness they were in. They were thinking about stoning him. However, while all of this was going on, the Bible says that David found strength and encouragement in the Lord. While every man was grieving amongst themselves, David withdrew himself and found strength in the presence of the Lord. You see, when you know God, there's a difference. There's a difference in your response to things. There's a difference in your actions to things. Now, David knew God and David knew that in this time of distress, the only one who could comfort him was God himself. And it is so that he found comfort in the presence of God. And so I can conclude that one of the comforts that the Lord gives us is himself, his presence himself. Just being in the presence of God, everything changes. Every loud voice becomes minute when the presence of God is encountered. The Bible says that he was encouraged by the Lord. And this is exactly what happens when you seek the face of God in the presence of your turmoil. He begins to overwhelm that which is trying to overwhelm you. And that thing which is trying to take away your peace and your joy begins to tremble and bow in the presence of the Lord. And he becomes the focal point, the center of it all. And that thing that your mind could not stop thinking about begins to take the background while his beauty takes the foreground. This is what happens when we pursue the God of all comforts. Now, it's really important for you to understand that the Holy Spirit is 
one of our chief comforters. Amen. Jesus says in John 14 that the comforter who is the Holy Spirit is the one that will bring all things to our remembrance. All things that Jesus had said and will say, he will bring all things to our remembrance. Now, the word of God itself is a comfort unto those who know it. The promises of God are a comfort unto those who know it. Now, many of the men and women before us, they walked in hope of what the word of God said. They walked in hope of receiving their inheritance that was promised unto them. And despite what they faced, despite what they saw, they walked by faith and not by sight. They believed God's word and he had the final say in their lives. The Bible says that it was through faith that Sarah conceived. Sarah, the, the wife of Abraham, it was through faith that she conceived. It says there in Hebrews that she judged him faithful who had promised, the one who had promised her by his word that she will conceive a son, even though the likelihood of such a thing to happen was of no chance. She judged him faithful who had promised. Amen. And on more than one time, she was reminded of this promise. And it was the faith in this promise that she conceived. You see, I believe the Holy Spirit is considered comforter as he reminds us of God's word. And God's word gives us hope. And it gives us hope to that to which we look forward to. And it helps us in our present situation to have patience for that in which we hope. And he does a very great job at this. I mean, even myself, I have to be reminded of his word, even though it doesn't line up with my current situation. The remembrance of his word gives me hope and it delights my soul. You see, when the storms of life rises, we ought to run to the comforts of the Lord. Amen. Exchange that spirit of heaviness for a garment of praise, for a garment that is able to rejoice in the midst of turmoil, a garment of peace and thanksgiving. Cast your burdens onto him, pour out your soul onto him, and he will sustain you, he will deliver you. You see, David teaches us some countless of times to cry out to God in the time of trouble, in the time of distress. We ought to cry out to him. David says here in Psalm 72, he says, For he will rescue the needy when he cries for help, the afflicted and the abused, and him who has no helper. He will have compassion on the poor and needy, and he will save the lives of the needy. Amen. The God of all comforts. <laughs> he will have compassion on those who cry for his help and to them who has no helper. Amen. You see, it's the humble that will cry out to God. The, the prideful one will not do this. It is the humble that will seek the face of God in times of trouble. And it's in the seeking of him that he is able to encourage us. And just like David, strengthen our faith so that we are able to endure to keep the faith. 
It is from his encouragement that even reminds us that his plans for us, they do have an expected end, which is good for us and not that to harm us. You see, we can even gain strength and encouragement from Paul because he says there in Corinthians that at some point in time, he he faced many troubles. He was crushed and he was overwhelmed, yet At this point, he stopped relying on himself and began to rely on God and to rely on God alone. And it was then the God of all comforts rescued him. Having placed his confidence in God, he was rescued by him. Friend, we are the apple of his eyes and he careth for us. There is nothing he will withhold from us. In fact, the Bible says there is no good thing he will withhold from us and it is his joy and pleasure to make provision for us where there is lack. It is his joy and pleasure to comfort us in our times of need. Now before I close it's very important for us to understand that the ultimate comfort that the Lord gives us is salvation and that salvation is through Christ Jesus. Because of his great love for us, his compassion for us, he sent his son to save us and to save us from the grief, the weariness and the corruption of this world. Amen. He is indeed, as Paul puts it, the father of compassion, the God of all comforts. Lord, we bless your name. May you and you alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.